big people. My picture book, Little Fox Can't Wait to Dream, is available now. Take a look at this episode's description in your podcast app to get the link to the book and to learn about my special limited time offer that you will not want to miss. Also, I'll be posting some fun book launch videos on my social media pages, so you can mosey on over there if you're so inclined. Friends, basically, this is the most exciting thing I've ever done, and I'm just very happy to share it with you. Okay, that's all. Let's get to the show. This is Ria. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. Quick note, you can hear me this week on Story Spectacular, a story podcast for kids that is delightfully wacky that my own four-year-old tiny person loves. He's kind of obsessed with it, actually. I'll be telling a sweet story about a little duck. You can find Story Spectacular wherever you listen to podcasts. Friends, I'm in a giddy mood. It might be because I had too much coffee this morning. Or it could be that I finally set all of the 37 clocks in my house to the same exact time. That took a while. It could be those things. But it could also be the fact that little hedgehog is back today. She's back with a story I think you will love. But I've been so busy preparing to release my book that I neglected to schedule a guest for today's story. I'm sorry about that. I've been kind of spotty on the guests lately. Takes a lot of work to get someone in here. All the emails, the faxes, the carrier pigeons I have to send. Although, hold on a second. I did see a goat sitting just outside my studio, looking a bit down. And if there's one thing that can cheer up a goat, it's most certainly a delightful story about an imaginative little hedgehog and her wildly monotone best friend. Am I right? Okay, hold on. I'm going to go see if he'd like to join us. It'll just take me a second. Well, come on in. Yeah. Oh, just watch out for the... Plates. That's, that's okay. (laughs) What do you mean? I always have a tower of breakable plates in my studio. Is that weird? Hmm. Anyway, tiny people, my unplanned guest is named Reginald. Thank you for joining us, Reginald. Do you have a nickname? Like, could I call you Reggie? Oh, okay. Uh, Reginald it is. That's fine. I'm very formal myself. Reginald, I don't know if you've heard the podcast before, but... Oh, you have? Aw, that's that's nice to hear. Oh, um, Reginald says he has heard it, but he's still not sure if he likes it. Wow, okay, that's a very honest appraisal. Can I ask what you're not sure about? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, hmm. Not enough dancing? Okay, more dancing then. Huh. And fashion, you say. Interesting. Well, I think you're gonna like today's story. It's called Little Hedgehog Cleans Up. Let's get to our story. 
Remember, there are no pictures. You'll have to imagine the pictures in your mind. You can imagine them however you want. Okay, here we go. Little Hedgehog pressed her back against her closet door and grunted. Why is this not closing? She turned and opened the closet again and looked around. Everything seemed fine, perfect, in its place. Her hats were perched on the upper shelf. Her vests were hanging neatly below, swinging slightly, their sparkles glinting in the dim light of the single bulb above. Her rock collection was tucked underneath. It was a mound of painted rocks, glittery rocks, plain rocks, round rocks, jagged rocks, really every kind of rock you can imagine. They were all piled up beautifully. Oh, and she had her other collections, too. Time had passed, and Little Hedgehog had found more, many more, things to collect. Boots and gloves and superhero masks, ribbons and shells and four-leaf clovers. Oh, and the lions. All the lions in her closet turned and roared. Just kidding. That's so silly. Little Hedgehog just imagined the lions. Remember, she does have a big imagination. But even without the lions, which are really quite dangerous and also should never be kept in a closet anyway, Little Hedgehog's closet was full. Little Hedgehog stepped out and pressed the closet door again. She pushed harder. She pushed her absolute hardest. She stood on her tiny toes as she pushed and pushed and pushed and click, the door latched. Little Hedgehog brushed herself off. At that very moment, Little Hedgehog's dad rounded the corner. He smiled and leaned against Little Hedgehog's closet door. Little Hedgehog could tell he was getting ready to say something. Something nice. Um, Dad? Yes? Maybe you should move to a different... Little Hedgehog's dad took his paw off the door and the closet clicked open. Ah! Ah! Little Hedgehog covered her eyes with her paws. She slowly pulled them away to see her dad covered in stuff. Sparkly stuff. Glittery stuff. He did not look happy. Ah, B.B. screamed a bit late. B.B., what are you doing here? Dad said, pulling things out of his prickles. Little Hedgehog's best friend B.B. smiled. Oh, Dad, it's Tuesday. B.B.'s always here on Tuesdays. I'm always here on Tuesdays, Mr. Hedgehog, B.B. said. Little Hedgehog and B.B. giggled. Dad sighed. Mr. Hedgehog, why did you cover yourself in so many sparkly things? I did not... I I certainly would never... Little Hedgehog's closet, which is supposed to be neat and organized and not overflowing with her collections, is not neat nor organized and is overflowing with her collections. That was a little confusing. Are you saying it is not neat, but it is organized? 
Dad narrowed his eyes. His prickles stood on end. Although they always did. But just then they stood on end in a more angry type of way. Oh, Dad. You're right. And another thing. Oh, wait. What what did you just say? Little Hedgehog and BB giggled. He said, you were right, Dad. She agreed with your admonishment, Mr. Hedgehog. Oh, so, so you understand that you really have to... Oh, yes, Dad. This is so exciting. This is magical. This is my one true chance. What's happening right now? Little Hedgehog smiled and did a little twirl. We are going to have a, wait for it, yard sale. Little Hedgehog and BB launched into a dance. It's our yard sale dance, Dad. Dad watched them and shrugged as they danced down the hallway and out of sight. He plucked a sequined vest off of his back and tossed it into the closet. But does it spark joy? Bibi asked the next night as Little Hedgehog perched a baseball cap atop her prickles. What a great question, Bibi. Little Hedgehog pressed the hat against her chest and closed her eyes. Little Hedgehog's mind went on a very quick adventure. She imagined herself wearing the baseball cap as she swung a baseball bat. She imagined hitting a ball way out over the trees. She imagined the dance she would do to celebrate. Finally, Little Hedgehog opened her eyes and smiled. It does spark joy, BB. It really does. Keep. Little Hedgehog gently placed the hat in the keep pile. Next, she picked up a big flat rock she'd painted orange and repeated the same process. Little Hedgehog and BB were slowly making their way through every single thing in Little Hedgehog's overfilled closet. It was no small task. So far, the keep pile was pretty small because Little Hedgehog was just so excited for her yard sale. The yard sale pile was huge. In fact, it took up the entire hallway. Dad had to keep climbing over the mountain of stuff in order to get through. Ow! Little Hedgehog, what did I just step on? It felt like a cactus. Oh, you found my cactus collection! You have a cactus collection? Yes, I love them. They look like teensy hedgehogs. They look like miniature green hedgehogs, Mr. Hedgehog. Huh. Never considered that before, but now that you mention it, Dad picked up a cactus and looked it over. Little Hedgehog and BB smiled. But we're giving them away, Dad, to the yard sale. At the mention of yard sale, Little Hedgehog and BB began dancing their yard sale dance. Where's that music coming from? You just stepped on one of my many music boxes, Dad. Dad laughed and climbed off of the enormous pile of stuff. He went off to dig through some hedges or whatever it was he spent his time doing. The next night, Dad was asleep in his bed. It was very early. The sun had not even gone down yet. Dad heard paw steps and opened an eye. 
He was eye to eye with a very awake, very giddy little hedgehog. Mmm. Good evening, Dad. Good evening, Mr. Hedgehog. Bebe, what are you doing here? Mr. Hedgehog, do you recall three weeks ago? I believe it was a Thursday. My mother approached you outside of the local... Uh, okay, it's it's fine, Bebe. Why are you both up so... <sighs> early? Because, because it's, it's yard, yard sale, sale night. night. Little Hedgehog and Bebe began their dancing. Where's that music coming from? Dad wondered. Bebe held up one of Little Hedgehog's many music boxes. Minutes later, Little Hedgehog and Bebe watched as Dad slowly shuffled around the kitchen. The sun was still not quite down. Must get tea, Dad muttered as he fumbled with the kettle. Meanwhile, Little Hedgehog was prattling on about the yard sale. Oh, Bebe, I bet I will sell out of everything in the first ten minutes. I am so excited. It's like I'm an entrepreneur. What does that mean? It means I forge my own path. It means I think different. It means I don't answer to anyone. It means it means you start a business, Bebe. Oh, yes. A yard sale business. Maybe if I keep collecting things, I can have a yard sale every week. (coughs) Little Hedgehog and Bebe glanced up. Dad was red in the face. Uh, I wasn't spitting out my tea. Wrong pipe. Look, Little Hedgehog, the whole point of this yard sale is to get rid of all your extra stuff. I'm not real keen on the idea of you getting more stuff. Good point, Dad. I'll have to pivot to a new business model after this. Okay, showtime, everyone. The early hedgehog gets the mushroom snail sense of satisfaction and hopefulness about life. Dad and Bibi blinked. They didn't always understand little hedgehog. She was unique. Okay, let's go. A little bit to the left. A little bit this way. Over just a touch. (coughs) Little hedgehog, Dad said, as he pushed against a boulder. This rock is pretty hard to move. Can't we just... There, it is now perfect. That is an optimal spot, Mr. Hedgehog. Dad slumped over the enormous flat rock Little Hedgehog insisted was the perfect spot on which to display her yard sale items. The sun was now fully down and the moon cast a soft glow across her workspace. Little Hedgehog and Bebe began laying out all of the items. It was a strange assortment. Cacti and pillows and slippers, bracelets and sticker books and hair bows, They carefully spread them out, making sure none of the items touched one another. For mood music, Bebe hit play on one of Little Hedgehog's many music boxes. Dad rested nearby as they finished their work. As the sky darkened further, the stars brightened. It was a beautiful night. Little Hedgehog suddenly leapt up onto a tiny open space on the rock. 
The yard sale is officially open. Hear, hear, said Bibi. Little Hedgehog clapped her teensy paws together and leapt down, eager to assist her many customers. But there was no one there. Do you think we put up enough signs? We put up so many signs, <laughs> with so many exclamation points. I'm sure it was enough. An hour passed, still no one. Little Hedgehog and Bibi spent the hour practicing a new choreographed dance they'd come up with. Dad read his book. Finally, someone appeared out of the darkness. Uh, hi, it was a squirrel. Hello, we are so happy you are here. Please take a look at our items. Yes, please carefully peruse our offerings. The squirrel blinked. How may we help you, Mr. Herman? Uh, not Mr., just, just Herman. All right, Herman the squirrel. What are you looking for tonight? Uh, I could really use a hammer. I just moved here and I let a friend have my only hammer. So, yeah, I need one. Um, is there anything else you might need? Maybe a cactus or a purple button or a wilted four-leaf clover? Herman just stared at Little Hedgehog. No, no thank you. Just a hammer. We do not have any hammers. Herman thanked them and left. Hmm, this was not going as planned. Fifteen long minutes later, two rabbits arrived. Their names were Little Rabbit and Cousin Isadora. Cousin Isadora, what was it you said you needed? I need some crystals. Ones with great amounts of magical energy. Little Hedgehog and BB frowned. Care for a sticker book? Little Rabbit and Cousin Isadora thanked them and left. Ten minutes after that, two more rabbits showed up. We're just looking, right, Sylvie? Yeah, Jasmine and I are just browsing. Care for some stones? I have so many of those. Some of them almost glow. Jasmine and Sylvie exchanged a look. Uh, definitely not. No stones, glowing or otherwise. (laughs) Thanks anyway. They walked off into the night, hand in hand. Well, this is a bust. Little Hedgehog felt down for about a nanosecond, but then she remembered that the best business owners know just when to pivot. New plan, baby! Dad, can you move this rock back to where it was before? Oh, man. Little Hedgehog and Bibi quickly packed up the yard sale. A week later, Little Hedgehog stood in front of a crowd of her schoolmates. Bibi stood nearby, paw at the ready. Hit it, Bibi! Bibi dutifully pressed play on one of Little Hedgehog's many music boxes. Welcome to the very first annual Fashion and Dance Day! Please sit back and enjoy the fashion portion of our festivities. Instantly, a parade of Little Hedgehog's classmates began filing out, 
one by one, wearing outrageous fashion creations. Benjamin strutted out wearing a cactus on his head, and purple and blue buttons stuck in his prickles. Lakshmi sashayed down the runway, decorated in stickers, with a pillow tucked under one paw. Diego teetered on boots, with a music box perched on his shoulder. All participants have made their own costumes from materials provided, which they will get to take home and love and stare at forever and keep in their own closets. Woohoo! Ah, beautiful. Ooh. After the fashion show came the dance performances. Little Hedgehog and Bibi participated, performing their new choreographed dance to much admiration and applause. It was a fantastic day. Dad stood in the audience and watched as his little daughter proved once again that she was unstoppable. Thank you for coming to the first annual fashion and dance show. I will get right back to collecting items for next year's show. At that, Dad sighed. Of course there would be more collections. How could he have imagined anything else? So, Reginald, what did you think of the story? (laughs) Really? He says there could still have been more dancing and fashion, but that he liked it. I'm so glad. That warms my heart. Do you think you'll keep listening from now on? Aw, he says he will take it under consideration. I'm taking that as a positive answer. Thank you for joining me, Reginald. This has been a very comfortable guest experience. Definitely not a slightly uncomfortable one. Tiny people, thank you for joining me too. I hope you enjoyed this story. I've been hearing from a lot of you lately and I just wanted to say thank you. I love to get your drawings and your messages. You are always welcome to send your art and please, if you ever write a story of your own, which I hope you do, please send me pictures. I would love to see it. You can always get in touch by emailing me at ria at littlestoriestinypeople.com. Little Stories for Tiny People is written, performed, and produced by me, Rhea Pector. Special thanks today go to Celeste, Lily, and Shepard for providing sound effects used in today's story. Thank you so much. Tiny people, I need more sound effects. All you need to do is dream up a sound that you think you are especially good at making. Oh, say footsteps or a caca or a cheer or a giggle or a sneeze or a trumpet or a crunching sound, a chewing sound, really any sound that I can recognize. And I will try to fit it into a future story. Isn't this fun? Big people, just use the voice memo app on your phone and send the recording to Ria at littlestoriestinypeople.com. Okay, I've got to go now. 
Big people, remember to read this episode description for book info and to learn about that special limited time offer. Thank you, as always, for listening in. 